Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? We have Ricky Villacrez back on the show. Uh, I had him on one time before. He is, of course, one of the contributors at gsmarina.com, one of those sites that we all go to to make sure our spec sheets are correct. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I have him on. Uh, he's been wanting to come onto the show, and I want to have him on more often. Uh, so we just talked through a number of smaller topics that did come up recently, including the Insta360 Go 2, of which I have already done a review for over on my channel. And we talked about the little camera that could we also talk about nothing the company once again after they revealed a teaser of their concept one which is probably not even a real product yet uh and then before that we also talk a little bit of gaming uh not only about the switch pro that might have a samsung amoled display uh, but a little bit of a change over at oneplus which might not be having the fanatic mode anymore and yes, we do talk about the whole Hasselblad announcement as well, but we've definitely talked about that topic a bunch of times. It's only now the change is that it's official. OnePlus and Hasselblad are together. But those are the topics that we have for this Tuesday edition of the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast with Ricky Villicrez of GSM Marina. Go ahead and sit back and enjoy. I gotta say, it is your second time on the show, and in the days leading up to this, you might be the one guest that I've had on the show that has, like, kept me honest... And it's like, oh, did you send the invite? Do we have the notes? Are we all good to go? Like, do we have all this? You are the you are more professional than the host. Hey, that's a good compliment. I appreciate that. I because you know me, I always just come into these shows like it's casual. We're just talking. I obviously have stuff in my brain that I want to bring into the show, and I'll do it like in a flowy way. Um, but yeah, like I tend to do just bullet points. But I was like, oh, okay, so Ricky wants like a full on rundown. Okay, let's go ahead and do this and this, and I I put links in the notes and like <laughs> and all of this stuff. But in any case, to our listeners, uh, Ricky, uh, but on the lower third, Enrique V, um, uh, Mr. GSM Marino over here, one of our good buddies, one of the homies. And uh, if anybody out there remembers or is keeping score, Ricky has been on the show before. And that episode was like almost exclusively me asking you how GSM Marina works. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great because uh, I know that even for reviewers like like me, we have your website pulled up to make sure that we're... Um, accurate with our spec sheets and all that stuff <laughs> funny story one time i changed a spec on the website and the guy who handles the specs got mad at me like dude you can't change specs you got to tell me first <laughs> and it, was, it turned out i was wrong so Aww. not even i so even i was wrong i don't know how he does it but he just keeps good track but it was like it's some every once in a while there's a spec that's like you know is it or is it not like it was like the it was the Pixel Five and it was whether the Pixel Five had the the Adreno I can't remember the Adreno right now six twenty or something mm -hmm. no no it wasn't even that it was whether it was a Snapdragon seven sorry 65 it wasn't it wasn't or... the Pixel Five it was the Pixel Four A so it was uh, whether it was the seven thirty or the seven thirty G that's what it was uh, and I got put. It. I it's just removed that one letter too. Like it's just so annoying. But like, okay, I'm not, I'm gonna do my best to not like make because we're we're planning on having you on the show a lot. So I'm not gonna get too far into the whole like okay. This whole we have topics for this episode, but I do want to ask like, <laughs> what what about in the what about in the days leading up to a to a to a phone announcement? Because all we get are rumors and leaks and stuff like that. Um, like, is there a certain period of time where you're like finalized or anything like that? Well, yeah, I mean, our all of our spec pages say whether uh the phone is either confirmed or speculated so yeah uh there's a flag on each spec page so you know up until leading up to the day we just combine and speculate the specs that we might think there will be until the phone's officially announced and then we just drop them all there and then we'll put confirmed or 
announced, you know, and there's a flag of each phone, whether it's, you know, rumored or coming soon or confirmed kind of stuff. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because right now we're starting to get, I'm just going to jump right into it. The, sure. um, we have more information, but okay, maybe we don't because OnePlus has finally started talking about the upcoming phone. And okay, sure. We already knew via like leaks and rumors. Wasn't there that one leak video where it was literally on someone's desk? So someone literally was handling the phone for like an entire <laughs> video. Like what is a leak nowadays? But anyway, OnePlus finally said this past week, or rather it was yesterday even because i I'm, it feels like i don't know time is a construct it's tuesday like I, I but it doesn't feel <laughs> like tuesday there's been already so many things going on but oneplus finally told us the official partnership with hasselblad along with giving us a full release date of the oneplus 9 and the oneplus 9 pro now i've we've covered i've had nick and tk on um we've covered the whole hasselblad thing how we feel about it and whatnot but now it's official so um, the whole like you did a you did a mukbang with the uh, with the ice cream <laughs> that they sent. <laughs> I did, I did. It was you know just something for fun. Yeah. <laughs> so where where do you land on this? Like, how do you feel about this whole Hasselblad thing? Because clearly it has something to do with like we're gonna take pictures of the moon, and I'm I'm groaning because I'm like, oh great, all of our tests have to have moon shots now. This is what's this is interesting because you did mention that there is you know this Hasselblad uh, partnership, but also you know the teasers are heavily focused on the moon. Does this? Mm -hmm. But but on the leaked uh, not in the leak the teaser images the phone doesn't show a periscope camera so i'm like is this going to be digitally enhanced i mean you know speculating is it going to be digitally enhanced is it going to have like a scene optimizer like samsung does with the s21 ultra um so i am very curious to how they're going to incorporate this teaser of the moon and whether it's going to look like you know a blurry toenail or a real moon. On. <laughs> <Blurry toenail. laughs> Thank you. That's a great way of putting it because I was about to say, I always say with the Samsung phones, once you get past 30 times, it's an oil painting. Mm -hmm. And I could like put up a picture of this hundred times zoom of a duck at the gardens near here and put it on like a website and someone will auction it off as an NFT or something like, you know, just be like, because <laughs> that's how digital it looks like it, this, this whole digital zoom is doing more harm it's diminishing returns is really what it is yeah so do you do you need to do do we need do we need moonshots like is this something that so i i'll tell you i personally bought the s21 ultra okay like it's my personal device and i love the camera i love the zoom ability can you shoot the moon yes do i shoot like I mean, it looks like every other picture that everybody else shot with the same phone because it's because it's it's like you know it's digitally optimized, so it looks the same. It's cool, yeah. yes, it's impressive. It can be shot handheld. That's probably the most impressive part. Um, the, on the truth is, nobody needs to be shooting the moon all the time. I mean, it can do it, and that's like just the fact that it can do it is the most impressive part. But what's impressive also is like. You know, what else can you shoot? What else can you shoot from this very far distance? Like, well, I, um, I remember saying in my S21 Ultra video, like, we, I'm glad that they did three times and 10 times to prioritize all of the areas in between. Because as people, as general users, we probably prioritize portraits of each other, uh, tight framing of objects that we want, like food. And we do that far more 
than taking pictures of the moon or taking pictures of like cityscapes that we can't even really visit right now. Like I could take a dope photo of the LA skyline from where I am. Like, well, maybe not exactly where I am, but it's there. I could do it. But I'm like, but I'm not going to go there. I'm not, I'm, it's, it's lockdown, bro. Can't, can't do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess in my case, as I live, I live near a lot, little, bleh, 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 bleh. I live near a lot of green and trees and bushes. So I constantly see squirrels and birds. So mm. from my backyard, I will look. And even in this new place that I'm at now, there's iguanas in my backyard. Nice. So I could just go outside and shoot some of those for fun. But it's like, you know, um, I mean, the other thing would be just like maybe going to the beach, you know, really outdoorsy stuff, not really trying to avoid the city nowadays, you know? Yeah, indeed. Uh, so how about, how about the history of just what we've seen of Hasselblad in the tech <laughs> space? Because come on, let's be real. Hasselblad has not had a great track record. We've got so, Moto. We've got, yeah. what was the one before it? Well, I'd forget what the one before Moto was, but we all remember how Moto went <laughs> and it just wasn't a great time. <laughs> the Moto mod, it allowed for great zooming and it allowed for a mod that gave you a better feel for the camera experience, but it ultimately wasn't a very good quality camera. So like with Hasselblad doing all of this with OnePlus, as of right now, what they're doing is they're tuning the sensor to the software because the sensor is still a Sony sensor. And I think probably for the foreseeable future, it will be. But in the future, Hasselblad is saying that they are going to have a more, more of a hand in the hardware. Right now, it seems like it's more of a software thing. And when I saw that, I was like, okay, so I guess announce the, announce the partnership. OnePlus 9, OnePlus 9 Pro will give us a little bit of a look into it, but it's really what comes after this. That might be exciting. Uh, how, how do you feel about Hasselblad? Like, just I say the name. What's the first thing that comes to mind for you? Oh my God, the, those potato pictures from the Hasselblad <laughs> Moto Mod <laughs> camera. That's what comes to mind. I, I just remember watching like MKBHD's video and just saying like, why would they put their name on this garbage? Basically, is what the video said. And it's just going to be a chance for Hasselblad to really prove their previous mistake wrong. You know, and then a company like OnePlus finally partnering with the camera, you know, OEM. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they can make with these cameras now. And OnePlus wasn't always known for, you know, quite getting the cameras right. There's always mm -hmm. been, they always had that thing off that they missed the mark. The OnePlus 8 and OnePlus uh, 7, both Pro's cameras were pretty good, but there's still that... Mm, yeah, like, it's not quite there it's yet. It's not quite there, like the level that Apple and Samsung have had it. So um, I'm just, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm just, my body's ready. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> Show me what you got. That's really what Show it me is. what you got. Uh, and obviously the rest of the phone is going to be, because they, they just straight up showed a picture of the phone. It was the same as the leak. So whatever. And um, <laughs> the rest of the phone is exactly what we're going to expect. It'll have Oxygen OS powered by a Snapdragon 888 more than likely. Um, no surprises there. So obviously it's the cameras that all these manufacturers can put a few surprises in and actually make a bit of a wave. So yes, with this one, Hasselblad, we'll hope for the best. Um, We'll take one picture of the moon and go, that was cool, and then move on. <laughs> Probably. That's exactly what's going to happen with the new cycle. <laughs> Look at the moon. And I'm going to be so pissed, though, if people start, like, if, if our viewers or commenters start demanding, like, oh, show me a moon photo from that and a moon photo from the space zoom on the Samsung. Like, it has to be part of our testing now. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. It's just, it's so superfluous. I don't want to do it. I'm just not going to. Well, you heard then, it here, I mean, folks. That, I'm not going to do it. 
<laughs> that just means that we have to just test it by not shooting the moon because that's what everybody else is going to do. So try to shoot the squirrels in your backyard. Yeah. I mean, I was cool with that. I like, I like, especially for video. So funny, what my first thought was like, oh, I'm going to have this Zoom camera. I should try to catch the people who are leaving dog poop on my front lawn <laughs> is what I was, <laughs> I was thinking about. <laughs> Just spying on people because that was the original problem with all of these crazy zoom lenses. People yeah. were saying like, "Oh, you could, you could, you could like spy on people. You could be voyeuristic, and that's a little too much." I mean, it hasn't changed the fact that you could still buy binoculars. It's just now on your phone, right? <laughs> that's like, fair. That's fair. I don't know <laughs> because somehow an extra cost is going to be a deterrent. Well, actually, that makes me that that reminds me. And the other thing that I think of when I think of the term Hasselblad is crazy ass prices. Because Hasselblad cameras are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars. And what if the next surprise is that the OnePlus 9 Pro is like a $3,000 phone or something like that? Hey, I mean, if they're going to have... Okay, so let's say Hasselblad... Let's say that this phone is significantly more expensive than the 8 Pro, which started at 1K. If it's, that's the case, they, have, they better have a camera to show it, is all I got to say. Yep, yep, that is true. Um, and yeah, we're going to have to see, we're going to have to see how that goes. Um, yeah. But branding is one thing. And of course, the partnership with Hasselblad will provide that branding for them. But I, I did see on Pocket Now there was an, a little article that OnePlus actually did a move that kind of flew under the radar. So do you game a lot on your phones? Not on my phones, no. Lately, okay. I've been playing more PC games, but not not uh, not on my phone. I just play Rollercoaster Tycoon Classic. <laughs> so oh, for I play real? On my phone. Oh, man. Yeah, classic. I freaking love that game. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, well, we're going to get into even more gaming stuff in a second, but I just thought it was interesting that with OnePlus, when you're on, like, mobile phones, and I know that phones like the ROG Phone 5 are, like, impending. I think it's, like, tomorrow that it's going to be announced or something. But um, they teased it on their Twitter or something. But the... Um, and by the way, for, for anyone listening, for the record, I don't have it. And I'm very mad about that. That's why I'm saying I don't have it. It's because I'm mad about <laughs> it. But anyway. I don't have it either. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm sure there are going to be like a ton of videos in the next few days on it. And I'm going to be like, I'll just wait until next month, I guess. But <laughs> the, on these phones, there's always this capability that when you, when you play a game, you can open up a little menu and you can boost your performance. And in the OnePlus phones, it was great to see it. And it was called the Fanatic mode, as in F and Attic mode. Uh, who knows why there's no explanation as to why, but apparently in, in, in up-to-date builds of oxygen OS, it's now called the pro gaming mode, which just leaves a real bad taste in my mouth. It's like the most generic thing you could call a thing. They already had fanatic, man. <laughs> they had fanatic and fanatic. I mean, I found it here on uh, XDA. They had the, uh, it was a partnership apparently that they, that they had with, this organization to use the name and now their partnership is done and what? They, no one said that i mean well, i mean no one told me that i should say uh yeah it's right here on xda i never uh, knew that about the fanatic <laughs> mode that it was a partnership with some other that's weird so the here's here i'll read the excerpt of the xda uh, the beginning of it uh, oneplus first collaborated with the professional esports organization fanatic on what? the oneplus 7 series back in 2019 the partnership related the partnership, excuse me, resulted in a new gaming mode for OnePlus phones called Fnatic Mode, along with an Easter egg, blah, 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 Fnatic-themed wallpapers. Following the OnePlus 7 series launch, the mode gradually rolled out to older OnePlus phones and has since remained a crucial part of Oxygen OS. Yeah. But that's about to change soon. And it goes on to say that uh, with the latest Oxygen OS uh, 
uh, open beta three, the change log, no, 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 the change log didn't mention it, but um, yeah, fanatic mode is no longer called fanatic mode. Now it's called pro gaming mode. So it's just, they've just genericized the name. No one, I, I never heard that it was, I mean, I guess now that I look at it, there was that little icon. Maybe that was the fanatic like logo or something like that. But there yeah. was not. It was never made clear. I think throughout the years that it was literally a partnership with a company called Fanatic. That's news to me. Well, then now we have pro gaming <laughs> mode. So okay. I mean, all the features are the same. It's not like anything's changing. It's just branding is a hard thing. Like I've already been in contact with. Uh, I've I've been talking to other people. Like we're gonna have some special episodes coming up soon of the podcast where we're interviewing certain people, and for for interviewing people from various companies, one of the most common questions that we write down for said interviews is explain your naming conventions because every company has some weird naming convention somewhere. So at least this explains why Fnatic is going away. <laughs> right. Uh, I had right. a question. Are, yeah. what are, you, are you drinking tea right now? Of course. Every time. What kind of, what kind of tea are you drinking? This is actually, um, uh, this is, I, I would actually go, I actually filmed a TikTok that I'm going to post in a bit uh, of me making this tea, but it's actually a tea from our friends from LG. This is a Korean tea. Oh, okay. It's from their care package. It's a, it's a, it's an herbal tea that has like it's mostly mint. It it claims that there's tangerine and orange peel and all that stuff. I'm like, it's mint. <laughs> like it's like the, <laughs> it's the most powerful thing in is mint. But yeah, it came in an LG care package uh, with a bunch of other snacks. So nice. Yeah, that's what I'm on right now. Well, uh, I always, I always have to, to. I was just about to pop open this uh, Michelob Ultra <laughs> <laughs> peach pear seltzer. <laughs> You know what? It's past five where you are. It's it makes yeah. sense. Go for it. Yeah, I love it. There we go. That's nice. Yeah. So before we get into our break, there was one other topic as far as gaming is concerned, and I just wanted to sort of put it out there. Um, I thought it was interesting. Hopefully, it is going to be a real thing. Apparently, the Nintendo Switch is going to have an update. Um, they might call it a pro edition, but the top level spec that is rumored is that it will have a Samsung built seven inch AMOLED display. Yes, please. <laughs> I am ready for that. I love this story. I wrote, I did cover it uh, last last week. Yeah, last week. And this idea is awesome because the this, this, uh, this LCD screens right now on the Switch are pretty generic. So, the idea that there would be a larger screen that's OLED with more contrast for a larger Switch device is just, sign me up. It sounds amazing. Now, <laughs> inter interestingly, in the original report, they had mentioned like, oh, this new Switch is also going to gain 4K output gaming. And, you know, I had a comment on it. I said, no, the Switch games don't support 4K output. They're not even made in 4K. <laughs> they don't even make them in 4K. So that's what kind of threw me off, but uh, <laughs> whatever. That was just that one part of the report. Um, but uh, then, you know, I speculated, no, okay, why wouldn't they make it a 1080p screen on, you know, on the, the handheld? But it also makes sense why it's just 720 because that's the original native resolution of the current Switch. Mm -hmm. And you know, powering games at the higher resolution would use, would consume more battery and would generate more heat when it's yeah. in handheld mode. Um, but yeah, I love this story. I'm, this would be great if, you know, Nintendo partnered up with Samsung Display to make a seven inch um, OLED screen. I love this. Uh, I love this idea of like a seven inch screen because do you remember back in the days like the Nexus 7? And all of those tablets, like not to say that the seven inch tablet is, is, is extinct, 
but it's a lost art. That Nexus Seven, especially Mark Two, was like the one of the coolest, like small, dis, like smaller display, but enjoyable displays out there. And I, I, I constantly say that the seven-inch tablet is a lost art. We we don't have it anymore. Just big enough to be, just small enough to be like like palmed, like you could grip it. But it's yeah. also an enjoyable display to watch stuff. So we'll see. And I know that um, I'm trying to remember what apps they are, but on the Switch. I, I remember that in the Nintendo eShop, isn't there like Netflix and Hulu and all of that? So this screen would just make it that much that much better. That is true. There is. I've definitely watched Hulu videos on there. I think there's even a YouTube app on the Switch, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Netflix, there's got to be on there for sure. Yeah. The Nintendo 3DS had a Netflix Netflix app. Like yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I used it like one time, but yeah, I could just imagine just on a on a Switch Pro AMOLED screen. Maybe that'll be when the 1080 is actually used, if it's 1080, perhaps. Um, True. Or there might be some upscaling. Who knows? But yeah, I just wanted to put that out there because like I've actually been playing a lot of Switch stuff recently. I've been back on my Switch Lite. A lot of yeah. games that I haven't like finished. I'm trying to to, to get back on. Not touching uh, Animal Crossing. Still not. <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah, do I stopped playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> it puts me to sleep. Now that I have you on, because I've had TK and Nick and Jaime whenever we have a chance, I'm looking to get like more and more guests uh, since I do the podcast basically twice a week now. I got to ask you, because we haven't even talked about it, even, even, even like off microphone like even off the record we haven't said anything about this to each other what do you make of this whole nothing stuff like <laughs> when you think okay. of nothing <laughs> the framing the, the the phraseology is so weird but when you think of the company nothing what how what 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 feelings come out when you think of this thing we don't even know much about hmm i think of it as part okay there's a couple of components to it. The first one is hype, because everybody knows who knows who um, who Carl Pay is, mm-hmm. and everybody knows that now everybody knows he's starting a company, you know, a new company, completely different venture from OnePlus. And the other act, the other component of it now is that they purchased the assets for uh, Essential, the Essential phone business. Yep, which is interesting because. You know, are they going to really pick up where Essential left off a couple of years ago? Um, and uh, that's really all I think about. I mean, it's just <laughs> right now, it's just like almost it's almost vaporware right now because we don't know anything that's coming out from it yet. Um, yeah. I mean, except this one new uh, teaser that uh, that OnePlus that sorry, not OnePlus. See, now they got me. Crossing back and forth. <laughs> nothing, nothing put out. <laughs> yes. Still so weird to say that, right? Um, but yeah, this teaser of what they call the Concept One. Now, according to the Verge article, to confuse matters, which is a great way to start this sentence, to confuse matters, the Concept One isn't something that nothing actually plans to release and sell. It's not even clear if it exists as a physical device. It's just showing off, and I'm paraphrasing after this, um, it's just showing off the design principles that will be at the center of nothing. <laughs> um, the design <laughs> philosophy has to involve weightlessness, effortlessness, and timelessness, which is interesting because I think that even if that's the case, this 
almost earbud looking thing or it might be like a weird spark plug of some sort like this little picture of this concept one it's not it's not something that blends in very well like i i think it stands out do you want me to tell you what i wrote down what i think this looks like (laughs) i wrote (laughs) i wrote this looks like a cross between a double a battery a fish eye and a see-through airpod (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the perfect way to put it, especially for our um, listeners. That is exactly, I, I, I see it. <laughs> I see it. Yeah, it's okay. If you're going to say, uh, if, if it's a concept that's not necessarily going to be released, that's supposed to show what, like that's what the caption of the picture says. The concept one is designed to illustrate the design elements that'll drive nothing's products. So I guess it's just a teaser of their design language, their design concept that we might see on future devices. So this really doesn't tell us anything. It really doesn't. It tells us nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that's why that's why this is such an interesting like company to talk about. But if this is going to be the design language that permeates across their other devices, which rumor has it will be more mobile products like maybe smart home, but of course uh, smartphones and wearables and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like this whole, like it's like clear, you could see through it. Like I'm kind of into that. Sometimes we want that for our phones, like clear backings. Okay. So definitely the, cl- I'm definitely all about the clear aspect, but clear, not just for the sake of being clear and seeing the internals, but clear. And then also like the internals were thought of to be, neatly organized and designed a certain way and fair you know showing off the branding on i think that is what we have like i haven't seen that since the 90s maybe even in the 90s they didn't really do that either they just kind of showed the internals but um a a product that's see-through you know what this kind of reminds me of now that i'm remembering Uh, okay i'm bringing it back to comp usa 2005 okay <laughs> okay so the it probably was that year but i'm thinking of those mac like the the, the big speakers that were like completely see-through and they were like yeah, yeah. um you know what i'm talking about I think were it they was mac the or G- were they weren't they harman kardon <sighs> i don't know didn't apple have like a clear pc or something like that they did have a big light and it was like the worst thing to lug around <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looked nice, but that was probably about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do remember. I, I, I think I, I think I, I, I know which one you're talking about in both respects. If it's a speaker, yeah, it looked like a weird like inverted silo, and then there were like two side yes. speakers. I, I for some reason I think it's Harman Kardon, but on the flip side, been. on the flip side, the iMac that they had that had like a, a translucent back. Yeah, I do remember that. There's a little bit of that in here, um, and I guess you know just to cap it off on this whole like nothing talk is um nothing okay here's another quote from the verge article nothing claims its shape takes nothing claims that the shape of the concept one i'm putting that in brackets takes inspiration from of all things a grandmother's tobacco pipe so uh okay i want whatever nothing is smoking right now that's that's what i want then (laughs) they they probably use the concept one to smoke it too yeah maybe so who knows wouldn't that be great though if one day they just like show it up and then it's it is like a piece (laughs) like (laughs) that would be amazing oh my goodness but before we get too far into that um before we get too far into that talk um let's go ahead and move on to actually i have to pause actually because i have to go grab the product that we're about to talk about so give me a sec if you want a product that might actually be fairly are you still there oh there you are if you want a product okay you froze for like a hot second if you do want a product that is 
fairly seamless, that is something that you could use at any given moment, I would say that a good example right now is this here Insta360 Go 2, the second iteration. Now, are you familiar with, I'm sure you're familiar with Insta360, but have you used uh, the Go before? I have not used any Insta360 product before, but it looks really sleek. It looks so, it's so tiny. So this tiny camera, um, as anybody who's listening right now, make sure you go check it out. I, I did do a video of it over on my channel. I'm not necessarily plugging it. It's just like we don't have any articles or content on it for Pocket Now. So I'm just letting you know that's where you can find it. Uh, but yeah, everyone's putting out their videos on it today. I've had this thing for a little bit of time. Um, it's a tiny little camera with a, with a square sensor that the software will then crop in to get either 16 by 9 or 9 by 16. Or you could use the full square to get full resolution 1440p footage. That wow. is a huge step up from the original Go, which had a smaller sensor, 1080p only, and it only had like a 30-second um, recording limit on it every time you press the record button. This one now has like 10 minutes and beyond, depending on your resolution, which is great. The best part about the Go 2 is its case. The original case was just like this clear case that you connected to like an iPhone via an actual port um to download down all of your footage and to get a viewfinder now everything's pretty much wireless because they have this case you just snap it in very satisfying feel oh and you just snap it in and you and suddenly it becomes a tiny little you have like little controls you could use this as a as as a camera standalone and then wirelessly download down your footage i adore the concept behind this thing it may not be the best quality camera but it's one of the most convenient for sure um because there are also other mounts. I'm not wearing it right now, but there's other mounts like you wear a necklace under your shirt and there's a magnet mm -hmm. on it and you just magnetize it to your to your to your person and then you get your POV like perspective footage. Nice. There are different mounts that you can like put onto a car and all that stuff. Um I think Insta360 did their own video where they like strapped it to a cat. <laughs> and they were just like, Yeah, a day in the life of the Instacat or so something like that. Instacat. It's it's a really convenient way of getting shots that you wouldn't be able to get with virtually any other device, um, which is what I adore about it. Um, so yeah, I uh, just wanted to put that out there in this. Um, I keep thinking when I look at products like this, this is basically a smartphone camera. It's just on a different type of device. So like, why can't we have this more often uh, to get these high-powered cameras in more little products to just take advantage of it. They always have to be like on a phone or something like that. But Insta360 is like, nope, we're going to do it differently. So I'm into it. <laughs> a dedicated smartphone camera for just shooting. Does it shoot still photos as well? Or is it more meant for like video? It's definitely more meant for video. It's it's in the category of action camera, but there is a photo mode. Let's just say uh, because, because the sensor and the lens are like super wide for that action-y stuff, um, don't go looking at it as a good like... <laughs> photo taker let's put it that way i i do look at it as a great companion to a smartphone because if you do want to take photos you probably have a good smartphone for that if you want to take the highest quality 4k video you probably have a smartphone that can do that but in those moments where like for example i put just the camera at the bottom of one of my cups and then i acted like i was making tea and it got submerged in the water i did see that shot yeah one of my favorites um this is the only camera i have that can literally do that Nice. Like I can't fit a phone there, and like you ever <laughs> tried to like mount a phone on your dash to like get like driving shots? It's difficult. Like you have, there's so many little tools that you have to get, and even then it might not be stabilized or anything like that. Nope, on this thing, everything's taken care of. 
That's cool. And what's the Insta? Uh, what, what's it called? The Insta X. Insta. Uh, uh, the Insta three sixty Go two. Oh, Insta three sixty Go two. What is it starting at? Two ninety nine. Okay. Nice. It's not too bad. Also, this little case is so funny because it actually can be a tripod. <laughs> so it's, oh my gosh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, if, um, the one thing that I will say about something like this, um, you will want to use your phone because if you are vlogging, the microphone on this thing is probably its worst part. It's a mono, it's muffled. It's just not something you want to use for that purpose. So I'll put, it, I'll put that out there. My video focuses on this as a vlogging cam not for walk and talks. So mm. just put that aside. <laughs> um, but yeah, with this in mind, like, so wouldn't you, would you not at GSM Arena like cover something like this? Because it's practically like a smartphone camera, like on a, on a different thing. Mm, uh, generally we don't cover, so we don't go too deep, too deep into accessories. Mm-hmm. Um, we will, we'll do like lately we've been doing a lot of like earbuds, like the real me, like, like those kinds of like cheap earbuds. And then there's a fitness tracker here and there. Uh, but we don't really get into action cameras. I don't know, uh, not 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 particularly. Uh, we tend to like try to focus on smartphone reviews in general. Okay. But there, like I said, every once in a while we'll we'll review, you know, some and if if some accessory has a lot of interest, we might do a review for a pair of earbuds or a watch or something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Because I think that this is a category that could grow. We already have wearables. We already have. I mean, smart glasses are starting to become more of a thing, and I'm going to get them. Oh, I didn't yeah. want to talk to you about smart glasses, uh, but go ahead. Uh, well, oh, okay. So I was just going to say that, like, with with cameras being put in more places and in more products, I think it'll be I think it'll be something that we should look at more often because everything is centered around the phone. I get it, but like I said before, it's sometimes a phone just won't fit. It just won't fit in a scenario. But you were going to say about glasses. Yeah, uh, Razer announced their. Anzu mm-hmm. smart glasses. So I wanted to ask you because I know you recently reviewed the Echo, or what are they called? Echo glasses? The Amazon Echo ones? frames. Echo frames. Yeah. So Razer just released their own version of that and then the Bose, like the Bose frames as well. But I mean, it's it's basically, you know, Bluetooth headset on frames. Yeah. With, so I, like, I spoke to, who did I have uh, on the last? It was TK. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and this is perfect. I'm glad that you brought this up because I brought it up to TK mainly because I was like, you are a fellow glasses wearer. So like, how do you feel about audio glasses? And he was like, I think it's great. Like if it's if it's an item that I have to use all the time anyway, and you just start to inject some new stuff into it, that'd be pretty dope, right? And I'm like, exactly. That's why I was actually a big believer of the Echo Frames because I'm already wearing these. And even if they run out of, um, I'm not wearing them now, but what I'm saying is I'm already wearing a pair of glasses. So even if the battery runs out and I don't get the audio anymore, it's still useful. It helps me see. Mm. (laughs) So that's fine. (laughs) Of Um, course. But when you do have the battery on, when you do have, well, let me rephrase that. When you do have battery life left and you have the audio prompts to tell you what notifications are coming in, that's great. And then if I want to listen to a podcast without bothering other people, that's great. If somebody like Isa calls me on a video chat and I don't want to bother other people, that's great. Because like I keep saying, we all know someone who loves speakerphone too much. They just use it for everything. (laughs) (laughs) There's that one person. Yes. (laughs) And if if that person is willing to try these glasses... It means that all those incidental audio interruptions no longer have to bother anybody else. So I feel, I feel happy to be that person. 
Because <laughs> I hate speakerphone. I despise it. But um, with uh, with the Razer Anzu, um, I know I have one coming. They just haven't given me a confirmation of when I'm going to get it. There's a quirk to it, though. And I told TK this, and he had a, he had a bit of a reaction to it. And then I'll get your reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, they're treating them like truly wireless earbuds. Either arm is its own driver, which is great, but it also means that they both have to be charged the same way truly wireless earbuds have to be charged in their case. So you're going to be connecting contacts to both arms to charge them up. Oh, they're independent. Mm-hmm. More or less, yeah. It was probably cheaper to make it that way. That's the only thing I could think of. Maybe. Maybe the stereo left-right channels are going to be, like, really good. I'm down for that. That's nice. But how about you? Like your fellow glasses wear, are you going to adopt stuff like this? You saw me I've recently never, with the Echo Frames. I did, and I, and I know you did the Bose ones too. I've been intrigued by them for sure. I know that they look a bit bulky, but like you said, if you're already wearing something that you need to wear literally all day, then you might as well do something cool with them, I guess, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, going back to what you were saying about making individual drivers if they didn't do that, they would have had to wire across the frames to the other, you know, leg, I guess. But I don't know why they wouldn't have just done that. Or maybe, maybe just, maybe the hinges had to close and that would have been, you know, an issue with like the connection between the two. It's a, it's a good question. I'm not too sure. Um, all, I, I actually don't really care as long as the audio sounds good enough for me to enjoy whenever I want it. I'm, I'm never sure. expecting these glasses to replace earbuds. They just won't have that quality. It's just not going to be, that won't be the right. case. But um, I can look past that pretty easily. It's just the whole charging habit where I have to plug two two times. It's That's the part I'm not really looking forward to. That's the only thing that kind of gets me going, hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, we're, we're coming up on our last number of minutes here. You did have something you wanted to bring up, um, and I want to make sure that we cover it. So you oh, brought, yeah. um, after I did the rundown, you did have one last thing you wanted to talk about, which is... Um, uh, you know what? I'll let you. I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you run it down since you talked about it. Uh, sure. I mean, I I briefly saw it, so that I <laughs> I didn't really read it. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, you know the uh, Ming Chi Kuo, the you know infamous uh, iPhone analyst who predicts you know iPhone features coming in the future, has put a new note out that you know iPhones won't have Periscope Zoom cameras until 2023 and. Um, Damn, that's a while. It's a while. And apparently he had changed his forecast because he had said originally 2022 was when um, they would do... This was in July 2020. Kuo said that the uh, Periscope telephoto camera wouldn't come until 2022. And now it's been revised this year. It's coming 2023. So by 2023, we would have the next next gen... Wait... Would it be the refresh or the next generation iPhone? Uh, That's a good question. I'm not sure. This year is supposedly a refresh of the 12. So the next year would be a new model, Ah, which would be 2022. So they're saying that for the refresh of the 13 is when we would finally see a Periscope, which makes sense because Apple's going to want to try to sell you that and not put it on the, 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 the new release phone. So... I don't know, you know, with with these, especially when you predict something like Apple so far ahead, you know, it's just speculation at this point. Mm-hmm. It's, do you think, this is yet another stereotype 
made real by Apple, where we're literally in the middle of the OnePlus and Hasselblad space zoom freaking moonshot, whatever they're going to call it. We're in the middle of that now. And then Apple's yeah. going to be like, oh, we're just going to bide our time and wait for a couple of years. And then when oh. theirs comes out, freaking everyone's going to be like, Apple revolutionized. <laughs> like They're going to they're gonna go nuts and say that Apple made it so that like, now everyone wants to take a picture of the moon. It's like, it's just the moon, guys. It's just the moon. <laughs> I don't know. What is Apple going to do with... Okay, I, the only thing I could see is maybe Apple making the periscope camera zoom, like a mechanical zoom within it. Is that... Is that a thing already like is there a i don't know about mechanic like within like within the piece i don't know that yeah in, I, I don't think there are moving parts for zoom in a smartphone camera just yet okay yeah i think that that could be i don't know that's just what that's just a, a random prediction i have for what apple might do to make it better a bit i don't know the thing is earlier we already said like we don't we don't we don't we don't need we don't need it we don't need <laughs> we don't need it we don't need any of this why are we here we go max 10 <laughs> max 10 times if we're being truly honest and if we really needed to zoom into something it's probably going to be like five so i don't know what a periscope on an iphone will ultimately do for people now i will say this that's when the conversation of voyeurism should come back because if iphones are constantly known for having the best uh, video and they're able to inject that best video at 50 times and beyond. And you have some security problems. I'm, I'm just I'm just putting it out there. I guess. I mean, yeah, if it's out, <laughs> watch them be have some watch them have some AI that will detect when someone's in the Zoom and then they'll be like, nope, can't use it. Or I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Self-censor. Um, <laughs> going off of this note of the Periscope Zoom cameras, the um apparently rather than you know updating the zoom. Uh, iPhone this year is supposedly going to improve the wide-angle camera on okay. the iPhone, uh, I guess, 12S or 13, whatever comes out this year. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a report from, that was referring to a report from last year in July as well. So uh, I guess we can expect uh, ultra-wide to get better, but... Mm, it's just incremental things at this moment, at this probably for this year, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I think most people who might be listening to this are probably more interested. And we're not going to talk about it. I'm just mentioning it. Um, Quo's uh, prediction that the MacBooks are going to get their ports back. So I know that a lot oh, of people I are did excited. not see that one. Yeah, that apparently there are going to be more ports and even a full-sized HDMI out on upcoming hmm. MacBook Pros. So everyone's like, yes, give me, please, because dongle life is no longer what we want. Hmm. Um and I want to say, well, who was it? I think it was Jaime a week or two ago when he was on the show. He said, this is what happens when they finally, like, said goodbye to Johnny Ive. Like, now we're coming back to, like, different design cues and, and different products at Apple. Interesting. I don't know. I don't see Apple push doing a 180 on selling you more stuff. I just don't see it. Fair. That's fair. I've had, I've had a lot of people in my comments recently tell me that I should stop trying to push the... I'm not trying to push it. It's just what they said, okay? Um, <laughs> the companies are the ones who are saying that they take out the charging brick and the, and the accessories because it's e-waste. And on a fundamental level, I agree that we have too much e-waste. I have a pile of it over there. I can tell you that much. But I okay. get where people are coming from where they say, well, I mean, we're not you. We buy a phone every, what, three years? And by then, we don't have the charging brick that we're supposed to have for the new phone. 
So we're just going to buy something and that's even more e-waste anyway. I mean, the way that they could, if they really wanted this to be an e-waste thing, they could offer a discount to those who just don't take the charger and then just like, or even offer it as an option. I don't Mm -hmm. need it. You know, just, or or if you need one, okay, we'll give you one. Like, Mm -hmm. or turn in your old USB-A charger, we'll recycle it and we'll give you a new USB-C charger, which is what they should be doing if they're really so concerned about e-waste. That's a good, yeah, that's a good point. I, I, that is a solution that is, that, that you providing that quote unquote solution, like an idea. Thank you for providing an idea. Whereas everyone else was just throwing rage at me for being like, stop pushing this narrative that they're blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not trying to push nothing. I'm just repeating what they said, you know, but now in my future videos, I have to be like, well, they say that, but I get that, you know, we have to be all diplomatic about it. They say that, but I, I know that some of you are probably like, you don't have the charger you need. So I get that too. So that's a bad thing. Like, I, you know, our, our videos and our content always ends up having to have both sides in one place, even though we are only one person. <laughs> so you know me Ran- uh, coming up with solutions <laughs> <laughs> random rant from jv at the end of the episode <laughs> but like i get it i just, just just you know talking about like how iphones have evolved and now we have this whole like no charger thing in the box and everyone's got different opinions on it in any case um i do want to make sure that ricky you are going to be on the show more often i mean thank you for Definitely. having such a Thank you for having such a good setup for like the audio and whatnot. Cause that's like the number one thing. I don't invite people on if I don't think they have a good enough audio setup. Like David Amell barely passes. <laughs> like, so let's just, let's well, thank you way. for seeing, thank you for seeing the potential in me. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I look, you're my, you're my, you're my boy. You're my dude. Like, you know, I will be happy to be on here whenever you need me to. Like I, I look for me, we're just hanging out. I'm not even working. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I want our podcast to be. And that's why I'm not trying to throw shade at David because he has a, he has a good mic. It's just that on episodes he's been on the show, he just uses like the earbud. <laughs> oh my god, and, the and AirPod. I, no. Well, no, in in his case it was a one more uh triple driver. So it's a good it's a okay. good it's a good earbud, but it's still an earbud is my point. So like, yeah, Absolutely on this last no. episode no. um that I did with him, he started using a shotgun and I was like, "Okay, cool. Cool. We're we're improving. Okay, getting somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we're getting somewhere. Um, all right, but Ricky, why don't you go ahead and let everybody know like where to find you, anything you want to plug, uh, whether GSM or otherwise, I, whatever you want to, whatever you want to tell people. Oh, think he, there you go. You froze. I froze. We all froze. Okay, I think you said that I could. Uh, I should let people know where they can find me. Yeah, yeah. You you tell everyone <laughs> what's up. Okay. Well, I am. Uh, I write news on GSMarina.com uh, on their website. I uh, make reviews every once in a while for GSM as well. And you can find me on social media at Ricky V Tech, T-E-C-H. And um, I'll be here on the podcast when Josh invites me next time (laughs) as well. All the links for Ricky and myself across the interwebs are going to be found in the show notes. I made sure Ricky gave some plugs for his various uh, forms of work across the internet. But Pocket Now is found at pocketnow.com for all of the latest headlines. You are, of course, listening to the Pocket Now Weekly podcast, and you can find Pocket Now across different social media networks at Pocket Now. You can also head over to the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash pocketnow for video content that's basically coming out every single day. With all that said, though, we're going to go ahead and call it on this edition of the Pocket Now Weekly podcast. We'll see you later in the week for our our second half uh yeah that we do twice twice a week we're gonna get you on friday with the next episode see you then <laughs>